Listener Production. We popped the lid on the Tupperware and it's passed the sniff test. But it's still good. And now we're reheating it just for you. These are the best bits of Matt and Alex all day breakfast. What do you wear to bed, Alex Tyson? <laughs> um, uh, I wear that which God intended to bed. And that is my asymmetrical body hair. <laughs> your, your, your birthday suit. Every night? And, no, I, I, I mix between jocks and, jocks and nude. But I've, yeah. I've said that on the podcast before. I'm open about that. I understand that. I mean, coming out of the winter months where I've been wearing trackies and a jumper. Actually, my Amy Shark jumper I've been wearing recently. Um, to bed. Sometimes I flip between a couple of the other band ones. Triple J jumper. Bell doesn't mind you wearing another woman's merch to bed. <laughs> Mate, didn't you wake up to yeah. Elle wearing my face yeah. on her back? Matt O'Kine so. van man um, <laughs> bespoke merch. That was... That was a spooky morning. <laughs> so, um, yeah, but coming out of the uh, winter months, yeah, they'll be back to the tea and um, underpants. But I do bring it up because uh, one of the callers that we received a little while back uh, let us know what their partner wears to bed, which kind of just... Blows our mind. Show, um, it, was, it was a very interesting decision-making process in that. And we've got it here for you in this special Thursday lineup of Matt and Alex's best callers ever. The um, BCOAT, the Bacot, um, as they call them, the best callers of all time, um, <laughs> including that particular one, we have some reviews for Matt O'Kine's film, Sweet F.A., which will go down to history as some of the most scathing of all time, um, which will be <laughs> the MS, the Masotes. Um, so we light it up for you here because I t- honestly, and this is totally true, our favourite part of this podcast is chatting to you. So this is, this should be a very, very good episode uh, yeah. of, uh, of calls and stories. And most, more often than not, you like um, us letting people know what your name is, um, you know, and uh, your contact details, etc., or your Instagram handle. Sometimes we talk to people who don't want to be known. Uh, mm. And in this particular case, you'll hear from an insider on today's episode that was probably our most infamous Alex Dyson. Let fly this they, insider. <laughs> people sh- were mad after this one. The shackles were off, but I tell you what, <laughs> it was almost a rant dog levels of, uh, of insider there. But um, it, it's, it's exciting. We're very excited to bring it to you right now for this special Thursday edition of Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast, the best of callers. So enjoy, and we'll catch you soon. This is just the start. Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Matt and Alex, all day breakfast. I have been hanging out for this moment, and that is where we finally get the reviews in for what some people are calling the worst movie of all time. And by some (laughs) people, I mean you, the star of the movie. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, What I suggested is that it could be the worst Australian film (laughs) in history. All right. So you're saying there could be worse films from other countries, but like, as far I'm as not across, the history of this country. Yeah, I'm not across Turkish cinema, for instance. I don't know what they're making. All I know is, from the Australian films I've seen, this could be up there. I don't know, because well, I, I I'm too scared to watch it. We're about to find out. It is a movie called Sweet F.A., which Matt O'Kine uh, was in. The first feature film out of university, studying oh, fine arts and acting. I literally graduated in December... And I was filming this in January in Bow Desert, an hour away from Brisbane, driving out there in my dad's car every day. And we all made it on nothing. Please welcome to Matt and Alex at the movies, Andrew from Rockhampton. Good day, Andrew. Hey, mate. How's it going? 
Yeah, thanks, Andrew. Now, you uh, do a thing with your mate called Movie Appreciation Society. You pick a you know, series of movies, watch one a week. You've done the Bond films, etc. <laughs> what do we think of Sweet F.A.? Yeah, it's, it's a movie. <laughs> As that, if, how, how, how long was it? Uh, hour and a half, I think. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a long hour and a half. <laughs> <laughs> All right, come on, mate. Why, why didn't you like it? Very loose script. <laughs> yeah. What would you say the plot was? Uh, uh, okay, I actually had to think about the plot today. Um, it was Matt gets his car impounded yeah. and then they hit every pub on the way trying to get to the lot to pick it up. I think that's that's like the plot. <laughs> that sounds like a plot. Nine, 90 minutes, you say. All right, all right. Okay. So yeah. what would you give it out of out of five? Oh, no, I don't think I'll give it a star review, you know. <laughs> oh okay, get Andrew off the phone right now. All right, no thank you very much, Andrew. Okay, Andrew, uh, the no stars out of five. Um, Rachel from Warrigal, uh, you also got sent the link. Um, your did. thoughts, initial thoughts when you watched it. Um, don't ever release this film to anyone. Um, hashtag me too. Hashtag homophobia. Um, Are you serious? Oh, it's, yeah, yeah. If I, I, I have concerns about the people in the film ever being able to work again. Oh, <laughs> oh this God. is what you were worried about, Matt. Wasn't I was it? literally so concerned about this. If this came yeah. out, there might be uh, might be issues now that twenty twenty has has arriveth. Um, mm-hmm. Particularly, the actor that plays Tangles does not come off very well. So. Mm. Yeah, you've actually come out of it quite well, Matt. Um, You seem to be like the moral high ground of the film. um, Right. But still not great. Okay, (laughs) I've I've got my finger over the beep button just in case, but is there any particular scene that you didn't really love at all Um, there, Rachel? Oh, look, every... I won't swear too much because I teach children and so my job's on the line too. Um, (laughs) But um, there was a lot of um, calling people gay, which... Happened at the time. I was in high school, you know, in the 90s and it happened. Um, but I think the comment about um, the wife, there's one wife in the film, poor Stacey, um, her sense of fun flew out her uterus the same time her kids did. Um, so, <laughs> and, and much more to that theme. <laughs> That's probably the nicest quote, I think. Right. Yeah. Got, right. Well, I'm nervous. You didn't share the link with anyone, did you, Rachel? <laughs> no, 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 no. No, okay. okay. All right. Well, that's a, uh, out of out of five. I thought maybe one for effort because there was a lot of effort gone mm. into it. You tried really hard, um, but not for quality. So <laughs> one one out of five worn out foam thongs. <laughs> fair, fair call there, uh, Rachel. Yeah. We appreciate you uh, joining us. We'll Thank you, you for your honesty, Rachel. No worries. Anytime. <laughs> and finally, we do have Jackson. In Adelaide, who yeah, now Jackson's was you were interesting because you don't watch movies that much. So coming at from a fresh uh, movie watcher's perspective, what did you think? Uh, well, it it actually it was all right. Um, Thank you, Jackson. It, I'm not sure what the others said, but I, t- I had some genuine laughs in there. Yes. Oh, okay. Uh, out loud. That doesn't. Hopefully that doesn't reflect on who I am as a person. <laughs> well, given what Rachel said, it very much does, Jackson. Uh, it really, yeah. really does. Yeah, we probably should have talked to you first, Jackson, uh, because yeah, yeah we're going to need, yeah. need better to, uh, to finish on the downer. But um, that, that's, yeah. not, that's all right. 
How much of it will would not fly in 2020? Oh, half of it maybe. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> there's a lot. Yeah, there's there's a lot in there um, that you probably wouldn't put in these days. <laughs> Okay. Um, so wait, if we were going we to recut the movie, how many yeah. minutes do you reckon of usable stuff we'd still have? Well, you'd probably have to change the wording in there, otherwise you, you'd have a short film. <laughs> okay. Do the, the old yeah. dub. Okay, right, we'll I dub think it over. we can figure out where, where it's going. All right. Yeah. Yeah. A movie about six blokes. Um, yeah. Just Drano being, and Tangles, all the just, boys. <laughs> Being terrible people. Yeah, yeah. Being everything pretty, that we don't much. appreciate in 2020. Yep, nope, yeah. I hear it loud and clear, guys. For the, for the most part, you weren't too bad in there mm. in terms of what you were saying. Okay. Um, Tangles is in a bit of trouble if that gets out. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Played Tangles. I just like the idea no, that there's just someone just going, like, this, isn't my, this isn't my script. It's Why are you making exactly, me say this? It's not Tangles because he's he's the character is Tangles. The actor well, was just playing the character. Yeah. No one's going, oh, bloody, yeah. you, you know, someone, you know, Russell Crowe's, Russell Crowe <laughs> isn't the guy from Romper Stomper. You know that. So. Yeah, okay. Uh, but the, the coveted out of five, what are we looking at there, Jackson? Um, oh... Well, I, I should mention one other thing. Whose idea was it to record half the movie at night with no lights? <laughs> that, that, that deters from it slightly. Um, I'd probably Tell you have what, to do Jackson, that. if someone who doesn't watch many movies, you sure got a lot of bloody opinions, mate, okay? Well, so. I want to be able to see what's happening. <laughs> oh, man. Right. Was, didn't have much of a lighting budget, Matt. <laughs> You should have seen. I'm surprised there was any lighting at all. We, we didn't even have mobile phone torches back then, you know. So come on. Oh, sorry. All right. So, um, all right. How many stars out of ten? Uh, oh, out sorry. Of out of ten, five. Out of five. Out of five. Oh, two and a half. Two and yes. a half. There we go. Yeah. Hey, that's, that's good. All on right. aggregate, three and a half stars out of fi- a possible One fifteen out of five, stars. Basically. All right. Fair enough. Well, thank you very much, Jackson. I appreciate it. <laughs> No and uh, I'll be turning that uh, that link that has been sent to you off <laughs> now. So don't get any smart ideas, mate. Goodness me! So the public's not going to get this, to see the masterpiece. I, d- I, d- I don't think I can. I think I, I think it's been called. <laughs> it's one of those things we cannot release tangles upon this world. <laughs> this cursed earth. Okay. We're going to lock up the link and throw away the key. All right, sweet fa. Will never be seen on Australian televisions, lest Matt O'Kine, our poor, our poor beautiful boy, lest he get cancelled. Goodness gracious. It's a Best Bits breakfast buffet. What tasty treats shall we indulge in next? Maybe this one. Are you keeping juicy goss from me? Do you know what's going on here? We know what's going on. You won't believe it. Real juicy. So let's just keep it on the down low, shall we? Matt and Alex's Insiders. Insiders. Yes, and our Matt and Alex Insider this week, Matt O'Kine, is in the world of real estate. Okay, it's the great Australian dream. Mate, owning a home, hey? Quarter acre block. Oh. Somewhere nice among the gum trees. But you and I both both keep an eye on the sites, on the markets, mate. Oh, it's got to be done because it's so tricky. But to give us the inside lane, we have a real estate agent to let us know what goes on behind the scenes. 
they are anonymous as to keep their identity safe so they can speak a little bit freer. Hello, Anonymous Insider. Uh, Alex, how are you? We're good, thanks, Anonymous. Now, uh, look, let's get stuck into the nitty-gritty. Um, real estate, all right? Um, price guides. <laughs> What's up? Are they just a joke or what? <laughs> Yeah, price guides are the, are the biggest joke. Uh, we used to quote low, and now we are we are quoting so low, it's like it's incredible. Like, just add 30%. <laughs> it's unbelievable. And it's it's weird. They always have it as a guide of the 10%. So if you're looking, if you're looking at, you know, the pie in the sky, you know, five million, I like looking at the really expensive ones that you'll never live in. And they've got a 10%. It's like a $10 million house. It could be, it could be 10 or $11.1 million. Plus, it's, I'm telling you right now, it used to be 10%. By law, it's got to be 10% on the agency agreement, but we are educating our owners that we will be quoting probably 20% to 30% lower. Why, oh when the economy absolutely plummeted, <laughs> are houses still even more expensive than before? Hey, it's not us, the real estate agents. It's the vendors who have made us like this. We are normal, good people, but they, they are the... They are the evil. <laughs> the evil how, vendors. How often do you how often do you overquote to your to the owner? So when someone wants to sell a house, they are the owner. And you you to get their business, do you say, Oh, I'll be able to sell this place for, you know, a million dollars, no worries? Hundred percent of the time. <laughs> Can I tell you I was a nice guy at the beginning when I first started, but I quickly learned I had to change. You've got to tell them what they want to hear. Mm. Do you, when people coming through for open houses, right, how much do you butter them up, the uh, the people walking through? And just like, oh, any questions? Yeah, do you own or are you renting? Ooh. If they're renting, get the f*** out. <laughs> <laughs> Only talk to sellers. Don't want to know. So you want people who already own homes and they're in they're in the game then. Us, us renters, not a chance. No, they don't even bother coming in. Uh, now, Anonymous, I have heard of a, uh, there's, an, there's a real estate agent on Instagram called Dick Slider. He keeps saying the three Ds. What does that mean? Oh, uh, death, divorce, death. <gasps> What's that mean? That means they're sellers, let me tell you. <laughs> Sorry about the language, but I get too excited about that. <laughs> well, we said, so what? Be, so what is it? hiding what your that? voice, you can speak a bit freer. <laughs> and I tell you what, Anonymous today is speaking very free. That's payday when they walk in. What do you mean? You're getting paid. They've got to sell. Divorce, sellers, death. Well, that says it all. They're not, you know, they're not right. going to question, question the market. Uh, so you're not going to be passing and this in? <laughs> oh, no. To who? <laughs> so debt, debt, divorce, and, and death. Yes, yeah. Death, okay. divorce, death. They're the one. They're the ones. The real estate agents. The, the vultures really circle around. Um, yes. <clears throat> what about on the day of the auction? Okay, how often do you call a bid of someone scratching their nose? Well, look, I man, that's the auctioneer's job. I mean, as 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 the agent, my job is to get as many people in that room as possible. Hence, why we quote it low. As the saying, <laughs> quote it low, you watch it grow. <laughs> What are some other sayings? It seems like in real estate you got all these sayings. What other ones are there? Quote it high, watch it die. <laughs> dear, oh dear. Yeah, so my job is to get as many people in there and if I can get a dummy bidder in, amongst that um, group of people, that's what I look for. Who's So wait, a dummy bidder? Just to kick it off. Is that legal? I don't know. 
It sounds like it's not. <laughs> a friend of mine, no, a friend of mine actually. They recently said that because they bought it, they bought a, a, a place in a, a beach town years mm. ago, and after they bought it, they found out because everyone in the town knows each other. Mm. Literally, oh. everyone knew that this person was bidding against just old mate who was never gonna buy and was just driving the price up. But the whole town knew, and they didn't tell him. So good. <laughs> it's not good. Hey, what about the billboards? Why are real estate agents the only other professions other than actors with their own billboards everywhere? You're on buses and at bus stops. Why? <laughs> because we love seeing our face out there. <laughs> it's because we get people are gonna drive by and see that beautiful grin and think that they want us to sell their house, or they think that we're doing extremely well. So mm. it's like anything. I mean, if they think you're doing well, they want you. They want they want you to sell their house. All right. You got a house for sale. It's an absolute lemon, all right? It's like asbestos in the thing. The lift doesn't work, those kind of things. How secretive are real estate agents? What what responsibility is there to be open with the people buying these places? It's fire beware. You need to do your due diligence around that. I'm sorry, I can't help. I think everything's okay. But <laughs> if you're buying it, I would do your own due diligence. All right, Anonymous, how many calls do you make on a Monday, okay? Because real estate agents... Oh, Friday, get, oh, I'm always copping the calls. Oh, g'day. Yeah, they just they just got your phone. Who do you who do you choose to call and why do you keep getting them? Look, I mean, I've, look it's, it's all... I mean, it's, it's a numbers game. So what we need to do is we need to call as many people as, as possible. So hence why we, we do the open homes. We like to run a property to the market. Yeah, we could sell it off market, but right now it's very hot, so we do run them to, to the auction. Mm-hmm. And the good thing as well is we're getting people through the door, so we've got potential sellers, potential buyers. We're just meeting more people. So, But on average, we, I try and get myself and my team to do at least 100 calls each a day. Wow. <laughs> and, and that's connects. Okay, <laughs> that's connects. And so, so let's talk about the phrase, there's never been a better time to buy. Because I tell you what, <laughs> Anonymous... I feel like the world could literally be burning <laughs> and it was, your real estate agents would still be telling me, you got to do it now. Hey, today's prices are uh, tomorrow's uh, discounts. That's what we say. <laughs> wow. Okay. No, That's so incredible. Look, depending on who we're speaking to, of course we want to sell property. That's our mm. job. But, I mean, if it's a buyer coming through the door, it's the perfect time to buy all right, a house is Wait. under under offer, anonymous. Okay, yes. does that mean it's gone? Can you get higher? What? How does it? How does it that work? What's what's under offer mean? Well, d- depending. I mean, I, I normally don't do that. I'll either run the property to auction, or I if, or I will get them into a room. I'll bring the auction forward, or I'll just say, "Come in with your best and final offer on a contract, and whoever's got the highest price will win the property." Mm. And are there ever imagining? Because I've heard situations where people are like, "Hey, look, there's another competitor. They've put in a higher offer, and you just got to put in your best offer right now. It's um, the, you know, last the last chance." And there's actually no one. Yeah, there won't be one there. <laughs> sometimes there is. Sometimes there is. There's, there's actually a lot of buyers because there's not much stock. So um, yeah, so there, there is normally another buyer in this market, but sometimes there's not. I mean, and. Our job is to get the best price for the vendor. Wow. Well, Anonymous, you have certainly shared a lot of insight into the industry and uh, we very much appreciate it. (laughs) Any final tips for uh, for buyers who want to come out with a good results that they might be able to get get a few thousand off from their real estate agent? I would just say buy now because the market's only going up. But if you're selling, (laughs) if you're selling, 
You're thinking of selling, sell now because the market's about to drop. <laughs> Anonymous, the perfect response. We appreciate your candid responses. And we'll uh, hopefully chat to you again soon uh, when we're putting pen to paper on a contract. Love it. Thanks, boys. Love your work, too. All day breakfast. Guys are having some time off to clear the backlog on their Netflix queue. So, in the meantime, here are some of their best bits. Matt and Alex, all day breakfast. Well, Alex Dice, I'm certainly getting older. There's no (laughs) doubt about it. Um, Not just because I now suddenly think that cooked fruit is a suitable dessert, but because... (laughs) (laughs) Honestly... Uh, Yeah. Ten years yeah. ago, if you'd handed me some poached pear, <laughs> you'd be bloody walking back to the kitchen with it firmly placed somewhere that would make that walk difficult, okay? But now I'm bloody, I'm like, oh, this is scrumptious. <laughs> let me let me guess. You're popping custard on that, aren't you, yeah, as well? of course. Yeah. Yeah, just wouldn't mind a sip of port afterwards. Suddenly, <laughs> rhubarb's entering the diet. <laughs> So, of course, I'm finding venues too loud all the time. I don't understand who likes loud venues. Yeah, you found it difficult to talk to your friends the other night. You brought it up on the show and people have got in touch because noise complaints are an issue that divides people. That's their nature of it. Yeah, so... We have a few here. Skrillzy, at Skrillzy says, uh, just on the topic of things that are too loud, And this is, you know, a little bit directed at us, so I'm happy to cop this one. Uh, You can't tell me you haven't noticed the high-pitched piercing whistle of the kettle you guys play on your show between segments. That's loud. P.S. Love you guys. Uh, Well, okay, let's have a listen to this. I mean, yeah, it's annoying, but it's not loud. Like, it's... Yeah, it's, it's piercing. Yeah, it's, it's a piercing, it's piercing sound. But it's, you know, it's supposed to wake you up, keep you alert, you know, so that's why we put that there. Yeah, what what should we have instead? What, what do you reckon would be better? Well, imagine if a, if a kettle on a on a stove just, just you know, hummed nice tunes to you. I mean, it needs to be unsettling to get you to realise <laughs> that something's boiling on the stove. It is 100 degrees here. <laughs> Come and get me. Uh, We also got a message from Adam saying, nothing infuriated me more when you're happily watching a TV show and then the ads come on and all of a sudden it's 10 times louder and they're screaming at me to buy something. Just make it the same volume. Rant Dog would have a field day with this. Now I've had a chat to him and he's very unhappy with the uh, ads coming on. Rant Dog. Yeah. But... But also I think that just extends to all ads in general because yeah. they are all terrible. Although there's not enough yelling ads anymore. You know, remember the good old days? Just like, <laughs> Charles, don't get down our house. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's got to go. Yeah. Clint's Crazy Bargains. <laughs> yeah. I remember it was one of those. Um, the ad that's weeding me out at the moment is those two women selling mattresses, like having a dig at Jerry Harvey. No, no, Mr. Harvey. Oh, you think you're... <laughs> have I you seen that? I have seen that. It must be a Melbourne uh, thing. Anyway, maybe, maybe you've I'll seen I'll keep it. my eyes peeled. No, I'm pretty sure I saw it in Brisbane. Like, oh, anyway, well, I, I haven't watched it. Over here. Uh, but we've also got Paige from Ballarat joining us. G'day, Paige. Hello. Um, very nice to be chatting to you. I mean, I've got a bit of a rat on the front of my head at the moment, <laughs> uh, getting ready for our big live show. How's the rat where you are? It's very nice today, actually. Quite sunny. Excellent. Oh, it's beautiful. And um, and what what was your noise complaint? A bit embarrassing, but I stand by it. So it was my twenty first birthday, and I had a few people around, had a bit of family, and 
had a party when I still lived at my parents and it, the night wound up and I ended up going to bed and my partner was with me and my parents just, they did not get the memo and they were playing their music in the backyard as loud as possible. No regard for anybody else, no regard for the neighbours, just blasting it. And I turned to my partner and I was like, I'm going to call the police. I'm going to put in a noise complaint. <laughs> and he was like, you cannot do this. And I said, oh, what? it's anonymous. They won't know. And he goes, they asked for your details. And I said, no, nah, I'll just tell them I won't. I, I'll just tell them I live next door. You would and he's genuine. Like, I was going to do it. I was ready. Wait, you're going to noise complaint your own house, your own party? Yeah. Yeah, I'd had enough. I couldn't. I could not listen to Copperhead Road. Anymore. Oh, I'd say what, Copperhead Road, the poached pair of songs. <laughs> I don't I even know that it. song. I um, couldn't do it. And so, did they? Did they? Did you give them a stern wording after the, when they woke oh. up tomorrow? The next no, day? it was that, that same night. I'd marched out there a few times and said, seriously, turn it down, even to the point where I'd just go on and turned it down. And then I'd go to bed and think it was quiet and then he'd just turn it, my dad would just turn it back up. And I was like, oh, Copperhead Road. And, and I lost And my partner was just like, you cannot call the police on your parents. And I, I even to this day, he's like, you were going to do it. And I said, I would. I would stand by it. Wow. That's it. Well, I, I had someone walk a neighbour walk into my house, turn off the CD player and walk out. <laughs> I didn't oh, know God. them. I just walked in, turned off the music and left. Oh, probably could have paid a neighbour to do wow. that. Wow. But, I mean, look, your parents had got, were celebrating that they made it to your 21st, you know. That I they... think that's what that, what's, what sucks about it. It's like, thank goodness our, our job is done. Let's party. Exactly. <laughs> These are the best bits of Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Shannon has gotten in touch, uh, and this is to do with me finally coming to my senses and loving the tracky dacks. Uh, Shannon, your partner has only just started wearing trackies too. Yeah, that's right. Do they love them? He loves them. Um, he wears them to bed, but he didn't always wear them to bed. Um, he used to wear chinos to bed for a number of years during winter. Um, what? Uh, are you joking? <laughs> no, I wish I was. But uh, for some reason, he just decided to wear chinos. Um, I would often joke when he was putting them on that he'd need to put a belt on as well when he went to bed. But oh, you don't wearing want them his brown down. leather shoes as well, just... Um, <laughs> Yeah. That's 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 crazy. That's it, wild. So I mean, shirtless and just in chinos. No, he wore a t-shirt as well, but I don't know. And a tie, bow tie to bed as well, no doubt. While we're yeah, getting dressed up. Even now, when he wears trackies, if they're in the wash, he'll um he'll have to get the sleep chinos out and pop them on. The sleep chinos. I mean, okay. Well, what are you? Okay, what do you wear to bed next to him? Pajama bottoms. <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay. So you've got the pajamas. I mean, that's like Belinda. Belinda's got you know nice pajama bottoms as well. Mm. But I just never. I was never a part of it. I did. Yeah. Have I, I, mean, I did have. Did he bad get confused though? Did he get confused? Like he, he he asked you where you got yours from, and he goes, "Oh, you go, oh Peter Alexander." Then he walks into Roger David, and it's like, <laughs> "I hear you do pants." <laughs> um, I'm not really sure. I just kind of just let him kind of decide. Um, I, you know, try and encourage him to get some trackies, but he's really picky, but I don't know why he kept wearing chinos for so long. Okay. Like, he's a tradie as well, so it's not like 
Like, I've seen a pants he wears, like, to work sometimes. <laughs> got lots of holes and rips in them, so it's not like he's fancy or anything. So, well, that's it. So, reason, bed, so when he leaves time. the house, he's wearing, like, you know, holy, you know, scrappy clothes. So when he gets into bed at night, he wants to dress up. I mean, this is his opportunity to look good. Yeah, maybe that's it. Makes perfect sense. <laughs> Trying to land his dream um, job. Um, incredible. All right. Well, Shannon, thank you very much for that. We really appreciate you calling in and uh, glad that he's uh, managed to get onto the tracky pants. Oh, I loves it. He, he doesn't know why it took him so long. Well, there you have it. The best calls of all time here on uh, Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Hope you enjoyed that uh, small selection that we uh, put together for you. And uh, make sure you're joining us tomorrow because, Matt, it's enough of us choosing the um, what... Uh, what nuggets of gold to put in these little shows for our final show before we are uh, officially back on Monday. It is the people's choice on Friday. You, we asked you, which things do you want to hear again? And um, some very good selections. I'm even just looking at it right now, what we're going to be chatting about tomorrow. And I'm pumped that you get to have them all yeah, we- bundled together on one, in one super group. Such an awesome way to end the week. We can't wait for you to join us then. And we'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye. Listener.